Greetings from the Cleveland Bee. I'm your host, Deanna Adams, celebrating the colorful joys of May. Finally, this month I get to talk to Sue Sendes, one of the great female voices at WNCX, who's organizing the Music and Friends garage sale with items you will want for your collection. Next, I speak with Paul Benner, co-owner of Platform Beer, and how they are helping the restaurant and bar industry. Then I talk with Jen Maurer from the amazing band Mo Mojo, who you must stick around and watch them perform right after the segment. So kick back now and watch, learn, and enjoy these great Clevelanders who are definitely making a difference. Let's go. is very familiar as she is a longtime DJ at WNCX. She also works with Not Live Nation. Hi, Sue. How are you? Hi. How are you, Deanna? Thanks for having me. Welcome. All right. Well, Thank now, you for having me. Of course, me. there's a... Dis oh, you're very welcome. And thanks for taking the time. Um, there's a distinct reason why you're here, uh, and that is to let music lovers uh, know about an exciting free event coming up this Saturday, May 22nd. But first, let's talk a bit about you. And because you're a longtime Cleveland uh, woman who has been in radio uh, at WHK, worked at the Agora, the Odeon, um, even the old Tower City Amphitheater. Um, so tell us what it was like to work with the best of the best, like Hank, the Belkins, the NCX group, and Live Nation. I know that's a big question, but uh, just give us a little background. It was, it was a, wonderful a wonderful education. education. It was crazy and fun, and it was a lot of work. And we went through some very interesting times, some good stuff, some sometimes not so good stuff, but it was an, an education to be able to work with, especially the Belkins and um, in live events and, and Henry Lacani and just, you know, who were the, what's the word, inventor, the founders, they were the founding fathers of the live events that we go to and continue to go to and hopefully we'll go back to going to shows. So to work along with them and to learn from them and also the staff that they hired along the way, it's, it's really been, um, indescribable and it's hard, hardly a job. I mean, it's a lot of hard work, but you know, what do they tell you to do? Do what you love. And I've been very fortunate to be able to do that. And it's just been wonderful. It's true. You know, people say, oh, you, you love what you do. So it's not work. Yes, it is work, <laughs> but you are very fortunate if you can work hard and love, you know, enjoy the process and meeting the people uh, uh, in the Cleveland entertainment industry is there are just amazing um so um 
now let's just get to this event that's coming up because it's called Music and Friends Garage Sale. And I want to know how uh, this idea came about. I know you had it in October and it was very successful, but how did that start? It actually started because, and it sounds weird to say, one of my lifelong dreams was to have a garage sale. So I kind of took advantage of the pandemic last summer and I started doing little things in my yard, including I got rid of a ton of books. I just gave them away. I had a kitchen sale and as many things that I have in my house, records, CDs, posters, um, you know, everything that you collect over the years as a music lover and concert goer, it just sat here. And I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't having a life. And I said, I've got to, you know, in this whole thing of like, let's, let's downsize, let's minimalize. So I said, I think I'm going to sell everything. So I did it in my driveway. It was a ton of fun. It was really wonderful, not only to get rid of, not get rid of my things, move them on to other people who can appreciate them more than I was. But it was just a blast seeing people because that was in September. And, you know, since March, that, so what was that, six months, we really hadn't seen each other. So a few friends were like, oh, my God, that's the, this, this is so much fun. I should do it, too. And I said, well, okay, how serious are you? If I can find us a place to have a sale, would you do it? So I reached out to our friends at Jacob's. And um, they said, yeah, come on down and do it. I would just wanted the parking lot. They said, no, why don't you come out and do it over here on the, um, the boardwalk? So we have a great background. So anyway, a few friends led to, I made it, uh, I mentioned it to friends on Facebook. And more and more friends jumped on board. And a lot of these friends, they obviously they work in this industry and currently still currently we don't really have much we don't have any work we don't have any events so they brought their things out sold them had the ability to again move things out do a little decluttering and also make some money that that could get them you know their car insurance and pay their rent and things like that that they are struggling with so it really turned into something more than just uh, a bunch of friends getting together um, and, and selling off their stuff. But the unique thing is it's all music. You know, if, if you're coming down to look for a set of pots and pans for your child's new apartment, unless they've got Beatles on them, we, we don't have it. It's, you know, everything music related from music instruments, um, concert photos, the concert t-shirts, vinyl, eight tracks, cassettes, which actually a lot of people are buying these days. So um, it's all music. Yes. And posters. Oh. Posters. I'm sorry. There oh yeah. Posters, yes. tour programs, you know, all the things that especially we have some l l label people that would sell, um, you know, when you're distributing those sort of things over the course of your career, and you got a big pile of them, that's the kind of stuff that people were bringing out. So a lot of things maybe that, you know, the average person couldn't just buy anywhere. So um, that's kind of what we're doing. Any Anything that touches music, we're selling it if somebody wants to sell it. Mm -hmm. And uh, are you taking just cash or also credit cards? No, you know, it all goes, well, first of all, I should say it's a free event, so you don't need any money to get in. So if you just come on down and look, more than happy to do that. But each vendor, 
um, handles their own in their own way. Um, some are, are cash only. Um, a couple of the vendors, because they have, you know, they do eBay and different things like that. They have different sales, point of sale platforms. So everybody is different. So bring cash and also bring credit cards and uh, each vendor will tell you what they accept as payment. Great. Okay. I know I was so sorry to have missed uh, last time, but I'm going to be there this time with books and some rock items behind me. I have a lot of them. I was thinking, well, I'm not ready to get rid of any of that left. Um, but I also know that anything that I get rid of myself, I'm going to be going around these tables and, uh, and spending a lot more than I can ever gain. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun event. So many different people. We're going to have musicians there, rock photographers, uh, authors. Um, and I will add that uh, Little Fish Records, whose artists include Carlos Jones and whose president, Larry Koval, our fearless leader here at Cleveland Beat, is also going to have a table. Uh, so a lot of music inspired, rock inspired items, and it's just going to be such a great time. Um, anything else we need to know? I know there's going to be food trucks there as well, correct? Yeah, we just keep it at one food truck. I think it's still going to be Smoke This Cleveland have committed. So they do barbecue. They also have a vegetarian selection. We'll have um, beverages to purchase on site as well. But again, the main focus is just the vendors selling their music we had it was just so delightful to see the wide range of people that were there last year families couples single folks groups of people coming down in all ages you know some people are looking for the new stuff and what's old is new again vinyl sells cassettes sell it's fantastic and especially that wow factor when you've been looking for something or maybe you didn't even know you were looking for it um or you know you, you see something of your favorite artist that you've never seen before it, it, it's fun to, to to see that and also you know they can, everybody can take a, don't look at my background i don't have very much going on but yours you know that's what people want to you know do their decor in instead of just having a you know a piece that you buy at whatever store you know buy something that speaks to you um, and there's a lot of opportunity for stuff like that. A lot of people get very creative down there with, with what they find and also what they're selling. So it's a great opportunity and it's never too early to shop for the holidays, right? Or that unique gift for a friend for a birthday gift. You're going to find a lot of things here that you're not finding anywhere else. And it can't be beat, especially when it's free to just come in and look around and see what you find. Exactly. And it's going to be free parking. Uh, again, it's going to be at Jacob's Pavilion. You never know what you're going to find. I cannot wait to go check it out. Uh, I, I know I need to stay at my table, but it's going to be really hard because I'm going to want to go. I'm going to have to have somebody, you know, hold the fort down so I can go shopping too. <laughs> um, it, you know what? Okay, it is. Well, and we, we... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's what we, we noticed a lot last year, too. It's a lot of the socializing, people seeing each other who, you know, we just haven't seen each other. We haven't been to a concert with uh, with all of our friends. So it, it's a lot of fun. And yes, you are going to do a lot of socializing. And uh, maybe you're going to, whatever you get rid of, you're going to buy. <laughs> so you're going to go home with the same amount of stuff, just different stuff. I love it. That's true. Yes. Yeah, uh, and but that's great, you know. Uh, you know, like you said, what everything was old is new again. Uh, you know, and turntables and you know vinyl and all that. So, 
So that's going to be great. Mm -hmm. um, well, Sue, I thank you for your time and all your energy. Putting this together, you know, coordinating any event is a major milestone. And so I give you a lot of credit and um, thank you for doing this. We all really well, appreciate it. I was going to say thank you very much for giving us the time. This is very, very nice. And I say us as in all of all of the vendor friends who are coming out and uh, we're really looking forward to it we appreciate the 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 uh you you spreading the word we appreciate it oh yeah and so everyone come on down it's going to be jacob's pavilion from 10 to 4 ish or exactly till 4. We i can imagine say four. the earlier yeah. can say four. okay all right and the earlier you come, the better, uh, you know, the more uh, stuff you get to check out and, and grab that item before somebody else does. So, so thanks exactly. again, Susan, and we will see you very soon. It'll Thank be you very great. much. We very much appreciate it. We'll see you on the 22nd. Thanks, Deanna. Platform Beer Company is the brewery for all of life's moments. Whether it's a sold-out concert, cheering your team to victory, or celebrating your best friend's birthday, Platform Beer can share in the spotlight. Brewing high-quality craft beers that are sold in our Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati tasting rooms, we also offer home delivery in those areas. Platform products can also be found at grocery stores and craft bottle shops throughout the eastern part of the country. Ever-present, always relevant Platform Beer Company. Go to platformbeer.co to place your order now. Strategic Financial Solutions is a small boutique financial services company that offers products to our clients based on their personalized needs and situations. We listen to you before developing a plan or strategy to help you meet your goals. From life insurance to college 529 plans, 401k rollovers, and retirement or estate planning will guide you through the best possible income. For a free consultation, call 216-481-1634 or email lkoval at lifemark.com. That's L-K-O-V-A-L at lifemark.com. And welcome back to the Cleveland Beat. We are now here with Paul Benner, co-founder of Platform Beer Company, which started in 2014 and now operates six facilities here in Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for uh, having me as a part of this. I appreciate it. Oh, and thanks for joining us. I already hear great things about your beer. I'm not a beer drinker, also. I would have already partaken. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, yeah you were telling me earlier that you were telling me earlier some of your friends had some really good things to say about platform that do drink a lot of beer. So that's good yes. to know. It's always it's always a good thing. Um, I read that you began as a home brew inspired educational brewery. Now six years later, how has the concept evolved? Yeah, you know, going back to our roots, uh, I actually started making beer at home in my in my apartment kitchen uh, over ten years ago, and that's really where I fell in love with the hobby of home home beer making. Um, I turned that into um, my first business, which was a homebrew supply shop. So we would have classes there to teach people how to homebrew um, and, and make wine at home. Uh, we'd sell yeast, hops, equipment, and raw materials in order to be able to, um, you know, do this hobby, you know, in your spare time at home. Uh, that evolved into the opportunity to open a platform a couple years later um, in, in, a, in a building in the Ohio City neighborhood 
of Cleveland that um, was we felt an area that was underserved, a building that needed a lot of work. Um, so we launched like our first really just a neighborhood brewery that and we thought that was going to be it. We thought this was going to be our little little slice of heaven and uh, we were going to make really unique homebrew inspired beers, meaning we we're going to take a lot of chances to do beers that maybe most breweries weren't trying um, using unique ingredients, unique techniques. And from that small one location and small brewing system, we've expanded now to, like you had mentioned, in multiple cities in the, in the state. Uh, we have locations. We also sell in seven other states outside of Ohio. So in some respects, it feels like this journey has taken a, a year. In some, it feels like it's been 50 years. So uh, it's been it's been quite a ride over the last uh, half decade. Well, you're doing something you're doing something right because I see your name everywhere, you know, and now the restaurants, bars, the uh, stores, grocery stores. Um, and I bet it's a lot of fun to make the beer, but then to name it, do you get inspired by any particular thing to, to name all those different brands? Yeah, we're, we're, we have a challenge when we're naming beers because uh, we are a brewery that makes an incredible amount of, of different styles of beers and releases. So for example, in last year, we actually packaged, so put into can, um, nearly 80 different beers. So we're talking about a beer a week plus that we're not only coming up with, but are having the name. So some, sometimes naming is, is, is a little bit of a, um, a labor to us. But we, when we come up with like, um, you know, beers that we know are going to be pretty widely distributed, we try and come up with, you know, a beer that is going to really um, give some insight into a customer of what's inside that can before they even open it, right? So, for example, we have our summer seasonal, which is called Sun Surfer, and it is a, it's a, a 5% Hawaiian-inspired pale ale and uh, so, so those are those are some of the themes that we try and come up. But sometimes we get to the point where we have a beer released and we we have to name it because we got to fill out the forms to send off to the state. And and uh, sometimes it's just a matter of somebody at the brewery says, "Hey, I have an idea for a name. Let's do that." And then we send it off. So sometimes there's a lot of thought, and sometimes there's really no thought put into it at all. Well, that's great when you get customers involved too. That's a lot of fun. Done that, you yeah. Have a we have absolutely done that where we've crowdsourced some of our names before. It's a good Love idea. It. Uh, now I hear you're also using proceeds from sales to help the restaurants relief uh, program. Tell us about the Hage to Raise campaign. Yeah, and thanks for bringing that up. So this is really important to us is um, since we first started in that one community and now we're in Cleveland, Columbus and Cincinnati, we feel very strongly about giving back into the neighborhoods that have given so much to us. So we've done things like every Tuesday have a, a portion of our proceeds from all the sales go to local not-for-profits. And last year we launched something where with our Haze Jude, which is our flagship beer, it's a hazy IPA, for every case sold, we're donating a dollar to the food bank. And last year we were able to give over $40,000 to the food bank. Now in 2020, I'm sorry, 2021, we've pivoted to now giving that same $1 per case, but we've identified an opportunity to help the, the Ohio Restaurant Workers um, Relief Fund, which we, is obviously very important to all of us in, in, this, in this industry, is helping 
you know, those who work in bars and restaurants who have struggled more as much as anybody during the pandemic. So we're doing that through the entire year. So a dollar per case uh, will be going to that that fund. And, and of course, you know, by buying Hayes Jude at your local grocery store or bottle shop, that supports it. But there is also opportunities for people to donate directly. And I think you have the information um, to share with people if they are interested in doing that as well. And restaurants, plural. So that's ohiorestaurantsrelief.org to donate and help. And of course, the more beer, platform beer you drink, the better the cause, for the cause. Yeah, you're, you're doing your part, right? You're giving back by, by sharing a pint with a couple of friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I also wanted to touch on your weekly events because you have something going out all the time. I went into your website and, and the list was very long. And I, I get yeah. very excited when I see that because I love, um, you know, something different every day to, you can do. Uh, you never get bored in Cleveland anyway, and you're helping that as well. Um, you have Monday trivia, but you also have live music Thursdays that's going on. So tell us more about that. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about all of these industries that have been, um, you know, more affected by the closing of bars and restaurants. And, you know, the music industry locally here has got to be one of those that are, that's up there, right? So the opportunity to, to have live acts, as soon as we were able to, is something that we wanted to do. And so Thursdays um, at our lot, which is a really awesome outdoor beer garden space that's connected to um, our Lorraine Avenue, our original brew pub, um, we will be doing live, live acts there. And also at our Funkinship location. So Funkinship is our sour beer making facility. We sell, we, it has a bar and, and restaurant in there. Um, we do sell sour beer, um, but we also have other styles for people who are interested, but we do a lot of live music there. Uh, along with music, like activities to do outside. Like, so we have a volleyball court over there at Funkinship. Um, we had curling leagues this winter, which was pretty cool at our, at our Lorraine Avenue uh, beer garden uh, called The Lot. We'll be doing things like uh, cornhole tournaments. Um, we have a bocce court at Funkin'. So yes, so we try to, um, you know, make it make an environment where there's there's a lot to, there's a lot that you can do when you show up and and you. Um, I think people want to have an experience as, as much as any any time as ever uh, an experience when they go to um, a, a, go go to a place where they're going to get a beer. And and to be outside this summer's. The summer is going to be great for being outside and enjoying live music, enjoying games and, and, and socializing again and everything. And so you really provide a great opportunity for that. Yeah, thank you. We thought the same thing, that this is definitely a summer where people are going to want to get out. But, you know, being outside gives you, a, a, I guess, an extra layer of comfort, right? And um, pe people feel a little bit more uh, willing to go have a good time if they're outside and, and, and socially distanced, right? Absolutely. Um, so your address is on Lorraine Road, correct? Yes. So we are um, in the Ohio City area. Um, our, our first pub is on Lorraine Avenue uh, near like West 41st Street. Um, and our, our neighborhood's really come a long way in six plus years that we've been open. We're real proud of, of being a, you know, a small part of the catalyst to, to change the, the the makeup of our neighborhood quite frankly it's a great place to hang out now 
it is a, it's always been a great neighborhood, but you know, it is improving just like everything else. And, um, you know, I really, I thank you for your time and I really am impressed with what you've accomplished in such a short time and, and um, keep up the good work and thanks for helping the restaurants and bars and doing your part and bringing live music back to us. We really appreciate it. No, it's my pleasure. And this is, uh, you know, just one small thing that we can do to help, um, you know, keep the people in our industry afloat uh, because we know it's going to come back and it's going to come back stronger than ever. And um, yeah, thank you for having me and helping us get the word out about our haste to raise associated with haste. Strategic Financial Solutions is a small boutique financial services company that offers products to our clients based on their personalized needs and situations. We listen to you before developing a plan or strategy to help you meet your goals. From life insurance to college 529 plans, 401k rollovers, and retirement or estate planning, we'll guide you through the best possible income. For a free consultation, Call 216-481-1634 or email lkoval at lifemark.com. That's L-K-O-V-A-L at lifemark.com. Platform Beer Company is the brewery for all of life's moments. Whether it's a sold-out concert, cheering your team to victory, or celebrating your best friend's birthday, Platform Beer can share in the spotlight. Brewing high-quality craft beers that are sold in our Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati tasting rooms, we also offer home delivery in those areas. Platform products can also be found at grocery stores and craft bottle shops throughout the eastern part of the country. Ever-present, always-relevant Platform Beer Company. Go to PlatformBeer.co to place your order now. And we are back here at the Cleveland Beat. And now I'm here with Jen Maurer, who plays lead vocals, accordion, guitar for her band Mo Mojo, a hard-driving, high-energy party gras band. Hello, Jen. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Deanna? Good to see you. Man, um, well, first of all, I wanted everyone to know that we are recording the day after that rousing performance you gave at the Music Box yesterday, um, which is part of the Cleveland Beats Out of the Box series. Um, and I hear that you guys, you know, I, I, well, I was going to swear, so uh, you did real good. Let's put it that way. Everybody really enjoyed it. Um, but let's begin. Let's have a little background. Um, your band is so unique. Um, how did you form? Tell us about your musical influences and how and what year did you, you form? Uh, well, I think it was 95. And um, we had I had a friend in the mall selling crystals. You remember the kiosks that they used to have in malls? And he was next to a kiosk with a new Texan in town who um, put your picture on like a cup or a calendar way back in the day. Remember those? Um, and so uh, my friend had a crush on this guy. And so he says, I, you know, I want you to meet him. And I said, I'll come in and meet him. And we didn't even like each other, but this guy's name was Scott. And um, when I found out he was a musician, you know, and he had an accordion, I was like, oh, we should start a band. We started hanging out. And then before we ever got the band together, a drummer I was working with um, got a gig for us. So we just started cramming to try to learn how to be a band together so that we could open for Steve Riley way back. And um, of that original six, um, 
I'm the last, uh, there are two, I'm the last one from that original six that plays in the band. Our drummer did 18 and a half years, 18 years, and then he retired. And um, Scott, our founder passed and um, another founder and member passed. And so now there's a guitar player named Mike Lenz and he and I will still play together occasionally, which is really super fun. And he, occasionally he'll sub with the band, which is super fun. And then uh, the drummer's wife, Trish, um, she she has her own band where she plays steel drum and they do Calypso. So we started a way long time ago and pretty much because of Rolling Acres Mall. <laughs> and uh, um, <laughs> Never know. Know, pretty funny, huh? And then um, our musical influencers are kind of all over the place. We're not like true Zydeco because not everybody in the band is like listening to Zydeco at all time. It's not something that we're involved in. Like if you go to Louisiana and you're in Lafayette, you can go to the Zydeco every Friday or Saturday or Sundays too. And, you know, really hear the music all the time, but we don't really have that access. So we have our own kind of um, slant on it. And uh, um, yeah, so the musical very, you know, variety is a little bit bigger than if we were just a pure Zydeco band, which we're definitely not, but we try. So how about the name of the band? How did that come up? I have a kid um, named Mojo, you know. We, we were, we had an original name, which I, I kind of like uh, keep secret. I wasn't a fan of the name. And then we changed to Zydeco Jones, which was when Scott was in the band. And after his passing at some point, which was in 2002, I think we went with Mo Mojo Mama because I was like, oh, that'd be fun for drunk people to start, you know, partying people be like, go, go, go see Mo Mojo Mama and alliteration. And then I promptly hated the mama. So we just dropped the mama. But people will still call us that today. It cracks me up. I don't know where they're finding that. It must be on the web somewhere, Mo Mojo Mama. But um, we just shortened it to Mo Mojo, just like more mojo, you know, that's that's. I love, it. I love it because, and I also have a shirt for you. It says Scott Mojo. I know that's so awesome. You're gonna that's have to awesome. get some of those made up or something. I feel like we should. Uh, you know, you're a female-fronted group, and I'm so glad, by the way, that you you kept going even though the cha the member changes. And and sorry for the passing of your uh, some of the members. Um, but you have three four-part harmonies: accordion, twin guitars, sax, trumpet, harp bass, percussion, this is why I had to write it all down, uh, drums, fiddle, and rub board. Uh, that is I should drop unique. the twin guitars. We, we lost a member in the pandemic. We lost a pandemic, not like, he just, he went on to do jazz. <laughs> and so we lost a member of blues and jazz. So we lost a member in 2020, but that brought Bill Westock back, our fiddler, who unfortunately, he's a fireman for Cleveland. Uh, like 30 year fireman and he was working when we recorded the show. So he's not on the show, which is very sad. Bill Lestock is our fiddler. So we'll take the twin guitars out. We only have the one guitar now, but we also have the fiddle. Okay. So mm -hmm. we are eight, yeah. eight people. Mm -hmm. It's a large group. It's a lot oh, of cat. It is. I know. And, and like I said, I personally love the rubber. It's that's so, so cool. Um, so tell us, so all the, the band members today and that play last night at the Music Box, which we'll be playing as soon as our interview is over. Right. Uh, we had Danny Jenkins on drums, Lenny Paul. Danny's from Kent. Lenny Paul from uh, Maslin on bass. We had Joe Golden from Akron on guitar. And Joe's been one of the longer members in the band. He was with us eight years, left for six, and has been back for a couple now. And um, then we have Bill, who wasn't in the video, but Bill's on fiddle. 
Um, Sam Retman plays some harp and some sax. He didn't play sax on the video just to keep it clean, but live he'll play some sax and harmonica. Then we have Tucson English on some vocals and percussion, Leanne Wise on the rub board and vocals, and then myself on the accordion and some vocals and sometimes guitar. That's so impressive to have that many band members and be all in sync, you know, and all, you know. Um, so you you started in 95, I remember you saying, was that the year around that time, mid 90s? Yeah, yeah. Went through a lot of changes musically, uh, band member wise, um, and done a lot of cool gigs. So can you tell us a couple ones that really stand out in your career? Um, standing out in the career, I mean, I don't mean to diminish uh, our neighbors in uh, Latin and Central America, but uh, because we have done um, some touring down there, but uh, sort of the most exciting thing was Tajikistan. We played Tajikistan and we played Sri Lanka. And so those are just so culturally different that it was such an, it, so exciting to go there. You know, we, we went, um, trying to think if it was 2016, I'm not even sure of the dates. I don't know. I'd have to look them up. Maybe 2016, 2017. I don't even know. I can't remember. But we got to do it was State Department gigs. And we went and, you know, worked with um, local musicians from each um, country. And it was just a blast. Actually, yeah, in, in Tajikistan, I think we were more players. But in, in Sri Lanka, they hooked us up with some of their musician people, too. Wow. And Belize, yeah, I have to say. Belize was one of the precious, um, precious places that we traveled because Belize took, the, it was all through the State Department and that embassy made special care to make us really work with our musicians. Like we opened for a band and then we also had some, we got to go to a band rehearsal and we're still friends with um, Sam from the World Culture Band and um, the Garifuna Band um, down there in Belize. So that's kind of, and, and, um, so it's just kind of exciting because we we really kept in contact, you know, and that's nice. So yeah, you know, doing what you love, meeting all these people, and hanging out with all different people, and keeping friendships all through the years—that's mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, we had—I kind of feel right, like so Momoto is like family. It's like a family that um, gets to share a lot together, and um, and just having these experiences. You know, Joe has only been to on one tour. We've done ten. And he went to Mexico and just to have those moments with your somebody that you've played with so long to go somewhere abroad and then just have this, you know, where you're just together as a band all day long and all night long. It's just really it's really special. It's a family. It's special when you get along, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I'm a knock on wood. <laughs> You played a lot of music festivals and of course um, that came to a halt last year, but things are looking up and I'd like to know what's on you. We all like to know what's on the agenda, uh, your agenda for the next few months. You have a couple things coming up. We have a couple things. We have three in June, one in July, one in August and one in September. So if you're looking for, you know, a Zydeco bass band, please give us a call. Um, it's really hard to get band gigs right now because everybody, oh no, we have, um, actually two in July. We're doing the Lakewood library too. Um, um, for June, we have three gigs, two are on the same day. June 12th is a big day for us. We're going to drive to Sherman, New York and play 
for the Blue Heron concert series they're having. Blue Heron is a big festival that a lot of people in Northeast Ohio go to, but this year they're not doing the festival. They're having some concerts. I think they're allowing 500 people or something, a smaller number. So we finally got into Blue Heron for uh, June 12th, and then we immediately drive straight to the Geauga uh, Park District where we do a performance in the Geauga Park dis District. And then we have something at a gazebo in Sharon Center on June 30th. Um, so that's it. Uh, July, we're playing. We're back at Kent at the Outpost on the 17th. And the 23rd, we're doing a virtual with Lakewood Library. I'm a little sad that they're going to do all virtual stuff, but that's the choice they made for safety. And so um, we're just going to do a virtual thing on July 23rd. August, we're at the Garlic Festival on that Sunday. I think it's the 29th. And then we have Tuesday Musical here in Akron on the 26th of September. And that's it. Oh, no. I'm sorry. One of the fun things, we should mention this. This is really super fun. In May, we're doing um, an outdoor, during the pandemic, um, we just decided to create some stuff for ourselves with our friend Moises Borges. He's a Brazilian artist in Cleveland, and he um, he's a good friend, dear friend. And so we thought, well, why don't we create our own outdoor event? So we went to this um, Shaker Heights Church, the Universalist Unitarian Church, and um created an outdoor, like a, you know, like a drive-in concert. You bring your car, the cars are spaced. We, you stand by your car, you hang out by your car. So everything's spaced. This year, I think it'll be a little freer to get closer as long as, you know, there's, you know, you're kind of conscious of what's happening uh, with the pandemic. But yeah, so we're going to do that again on the 29th, whatever that Saturday is. Let me look. It's the May 20, mm, hold on, I have my calendar here. Still old school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the 29th, uh, and if it rains, we'll do it on the 30th. But that's a really fun thing because, you know, it's you're outside, it, two bands, you get Momojo and you get Brazilian, which is great. And that's a fundraiser to kind of raise money for our side musicians. It's easy. The pandemic hasn't been so hard for someone like me or Moises who are band leaders because we can do solo gigs. We can do duo gigs, trio gigs. And those have happened quite a bit. But getting those whole band things together, people places, venues just aren't hiring like that right now. And so it's really hard to get those gigs. So we're just creating our own. So. Right. And that's, that's what you got to do. And I, I encourage everyone to please support the bands and the musicians. Yeah. Um, and to log on to your website, keep, you know, the only way to keep up with you is to check your website. Um, yeah. If you remind me to update music. <laughs> Oh yes. Yeah. Let me write that on my hand right now. Update the website. All right. MoMojoMusic.com. And Jen, I thank you for your time, your great music. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a better summer for all of us. And we're going to see the tape in just a few minutes. Uh, it was awesome. I encourage everybody to, you know, get your favorite cocktail and groove to yeah. MoMojo bands. Thank you so thank much, you so Deanna. Thanks for the Cleveland Beat. And to David for taping. Yes. Thank you. Bye. That's right. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for your month of May. Hope you enjoyed our time together, and we look forward to seeing you all once again in June. Summer is here. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time on The Cleveland Beat. Cleveland beat. What you talking about? Say you don't know the Cleveland beat.
You must be crazy. 